Hello everyone, Kevin here with the NOYC Godcast, where we bring wacky wisdom each week from God's Word. On this episode, we're double dipping into the series Nuggets of Knowledge as we take a look at tips, hints, and spiritual suggestions that can strengthen your soul. Tune in today as we discuss spreading the gospel of God and building his kingdom here on earth. In the Bible, we find in Mark 16, 15, that Jesus instructs the disciples, go ye all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. To break this down, I asked myself, who was Jesus talking to and what was he commanding them to do? Well, first off, Jesus was talking to his disciples, his followers, those who truly believed that he was the son of God, the word made flesh. Secondly, what was his command? It is to preach the gospel to every creature. I don't believe that Jesus was only intending for preachers to spread the gospel when he said preach the gospel. I believe he was talking to all of those who follow, worship, and love him. In short, he was talking to us, Christians. As a Christian, we have been commanded to tell the world about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, according to who the Bible says he is. In today's world, there are many opinions as to who Jesus is, and for that matter, who God is. Many preachers and even religious leaders fail to biblically explain who Jesus is, as far too often they try to fit God into their personal agenda with no regard as to who the Bible says God is. We as Christians are charged with telling the world the true gospel of Jesus. With all that being said, I can already hear some of you thinking, what does that look like in real world terms? So that, my friends, is what we're here to discuss. So my first question to the table is, how do you build God's kingdom here on earth? It's a good question. It's <laughs> <laughs> like crickets in the background. Well, I think that you're when you're talking about building a kingdom, you're talking about the people within. You're not talking about just simply the buildings that are there. Right. And so I think that like you can build God's kingdom simply by just showing your his love through you. Like me, I I don't think that anybody's ever been saved simply by somebody going in and yelling at them and telling them they're wrong. Okay. Most times you have to have some type of love. <laughs> yeah. And so to build the kingdom of God, I really think that you need to form relationships with people to get to know people. Um, I actually was just um, listening to a podcast where um, it was on Focus on the Family. I don't know if it's considered a podcast. It was on the radio. <laughs> but um, there was a woman that she was, um, she was a lesbian and she was trying to uh, disprove God, basically. Hmm. She was writing an expose of... Good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she's like, I need to read... She was a historian, though. And so she's like, I need to read the Bible and get really into it to know this. And so she ended up um, contacting... Or a pastor ended up contacting her and said, if you want to know the Bible, I can help you know the Bible. And so he invited her to his house every week. They had dinner with with him and his wife. You know, they had dinner and they would discuss the Bible. And he, uh, she's like, he never 
forced anything on me. He never was rude. We discussed. We went over the Bible. But she's like, the most notable thing was the love that he had. He even though of I was the exact opposite of who he should love technically by, you know, standards. She's like the love that he showed made me think, well, what if God's real? What if the way that he's loving me is the way that God wants to love me? And so I think that's one of the main things that builds our kingdom is the love that we have. That's a great point. I think far too often we think that we need to fix the person before, uh, you know, before they can come to know God, mm-hmm. you know, fix the issue. But in in the Great Commission, we're not we're not called to to fix the person. We're just called to as Jamie said, to love them, right? Mm-hmm. To to show them the love of God. And, you know, the love of God is that he did die for, for our sins, and, and, and that is the gospel that we spread. Mm-hmm. And we also uh, were called to a disciple, right? So mm-hmm. you read from Mark, but the, the Great Commission, the parallel to that in Matthew is to go out and teach all nations, disciple them, right, to, to make disciples of, of them. And what is a disciple is is a learner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we seek people who are are interested, you know, mm-hmm. who who well, we would call personal peace, right? People who yeah. who want to know more. Yep. And that doesn't look the same from from person to person. Here we, I mean, there's four of us here, but mm-hmm. we all have a, a different testimony. You grew up going to church mm-hmm. all your life, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You shared your testimony mm-hmm. how you came to know God, you know, when your family brought you. You yep. were, you know. A, older than the rest of us when you came to have that personal relationship and so we all uh, the one thing that we all have in common is we were a person of peace we wanted to know more Mm -hmm. even though we have different backgrounds yes and so if we're searching for that you know person that person of peace Mm -hmm. you know that person who wants to first accept the mission Mm -hmm. the messenger and the message you know that's uh that's who god calls us to look for so great answer Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's Miguel, everybody. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> they did a good job. <laughs> You're like, ditto. Oh, yeah. They got it. Those were the right answers. Those were all the right yeah. answers. It was good. Okay. <laughs> Select all that apply. <laughs> so, when I first got saved, I used to think that if I lived a life of Christianity, then others would see God in me, and that would be showing them God. Mm. So I didn't really necessarily feel the need to talk to them about God. And I used to always like think, like, eventually someone's going to say, well, why aren't you upset over this? Yeah. And I, then I could... You know, you're waiting for the opportunity to exactly. brought to you instead exactly. of going to the opportunity. Yes. It's like, you know, you, that would have really made me mad. Why aren't you upset? And I would say because of God. And then that would be like my, you know, it was kind of like I was like setting them up for a, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, like you said, I was kind of depending on them to start the conversation. Mm-hmm. OK, so while this is true. I believe that we need to have actual conversations about God in a loving manner with others. Mm-hmm. When Jesus talked to sinners, he did so in a loving, non-judgmental way. Jesus showed great patience and kindness with the loss. He did, so should we. Mm-hmm. My next question to the table goes a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. What do you find most challenging about talking to the lost about God? I think that, like, for me, like, it's just afraid that they're going to ask something that I feel I don't know. Okay. Like, you know, like, I don't have the confidence that I should have, though it shouldn't be my confidence. You know what I mean? Like, I should, it's not me that I'm telling them about, it's God, but just being afraid of being stumped. Mm -hmm. I think that's a pretty, um, 
pretty honest and transparent answer. I think a lot of us, you know, um, have that, you know, same uh, um, feeling to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are just waiting to be feel comfortable to be able to do it. And, and comfortable is, is not the answer. No. When, you, when you're comfortable, you make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You, you mess up. But if you're confident, and not confident in yourself, but confident in the message, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. think that makes a world of a difference. And I think you know, even now, you know, when I do go and share with people, I, I'm nervous. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah. But then, I, you know, I'm reminded that the message that I'm that I'm given is not my message. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's a message that I have a personal testimony to change my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine what it's going to do to the person who I'm sharing it with. And a lot of the times, you know, we read, um, I think it was in Jeremiah where, where, where he's instructed not to see their faces. Mm-hmm. You know, we see the people's faces and we, we get timid and, you mm-hmm. know, what are, what are they going to say? Are they going to stop me? You know, but mm-hmm. we're reminded, don't look at their faces. We're just called to spread the gospel, right? Like the the farmer who was just spreading the seed. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think that is, that is true. We're, we're waiting to be comfortable and, and, and yep. that's, that's a struggle. I think too, with, along with that, like almost kind of maybe the opposite side, maybe of that is I have a fear of confusing them. Mm-hmm. So like, it's the they have they have a lot of questions and like I know the answers to those questions, but like they don't need to know that answer right now. Does that make sense? Like, okay. like they would be because someone will ask you a question like, well, why if God is a God of love, why did you why did he have to send wrath on the Israelites or whatever it is? And it's like, you know, the answer, but it's just going to be a fighting point. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's that fear of what do I tell them? Because you don't want to not give them an answer because then you're going to be like, well, then you don't really believe it's true because you don't have an answer. But you also don't want to start at a fighting point. Without yeah. offending them, too, because uh, to yeah. go along with your topic, right? Like maybe they won't say Israelite, but if God is love, why would he let my baby, you know, or something, you know, yeah, pass away, pass whatever. away. Mm-hmm. And your heart breaks for them yes. because we don't, you know, we hurt for them. But at the end, like you said, we know what God has shown to us, and yeah. that doesn't make a difference. I actually had that same that, that exact conversation with an old coworker that I was. She um, unfortunately had a uh, child pass away, and she's like, "If there was really a God, then He wouldn't have passed away." And I had it was really hard, but I had to tell her that God knows all things, and the I don't. I, I told her I don't know the reason why He's gone. I can't give you the verbatim, but all I do know is God knows why he's gone. And it it got to the point where she she was at the point, though, it was one of those people. She wasn't peaceful. Does that make okay. sense? Like how you're looking for the peaceful. It was she wanted a fight constantly. So it got to the point where I wouldn't even bring it up because that's all she wanted. Um, because then she was like, well, this and this, you know, it's just it's hard because you want to be a light to somebody. It got to the point where she's like, don't ever say to me that you're praying for me. Wow. Yeah. And like that's like the normal like even if you don't really mean it sometimes you just say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? like that's like the normal like I'll pray for you you know what yeah, I mean yeah, and yeah. she's like don't even tell me that You're like I won't but I am yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, behind your back but, you'll but, never know and I think that's the in God will give you discernment in those situations mm-hmm. He won't just like here you go <laughs> <Take it laughs> out. but you do need to have discernment in those situations where Absolutely. if is it helpful or is it hindering mm-hmm. that that's a very good point I had a, a conversation with a guy and like his whole thing was like he was basically attaching the bad things done in the name of Christianity mm-hmm. to like that's who God is mm-hmm. you know 
And towards the end, I was like, it sounds to me like you're just more mad at yep. what man did in the name of Christianity, mm -hmm. yep. you know? And it, it just came to a point where, you know, he wasn't going to. And I said, all right, well, I'm going to pray for you. And he, and he goes, there you go again. And I'm like, what? Yeah, and he's like, "You're trying to use like backdoor tactics or something here." I'm like, "How no. do you know <laughs> Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll talk to you later. You so know, I'm sure you guys have heard testimonies, and actually, uh, I heard a testimony about a similar situation where this church they went out to share the gospel as mm -hmm. a congregation. They uh, they you know, realized they had to do it. So they went out. And in this particular time, there was a guy that was very confrontational mm -hmm. to the point where they were like, you know, the confrontational guy. Yeah. You know, that was like, mm -hmm. the, so everybody knew mm -hmm. who we were talking about. The guy that I always play in skits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But later, one of the guys that was out and, and had a, you know, the conversation with this guy, he ended up opening up like a, a, a shop. Mm. And that guy ended up working for him. And through different scenarios in life, you know, um, his daughter ended up, you know, attempting suicide. Mm -hmm. But this guy came to him, you know, where once he confronted him, yeah. mm -hmm. now he's like, hey, can you pray for me in this situation? Yes. And that's what happens. You know, we don't know the work that God is doing at the moment. Mm -hmm. And yep. to us, is, I mean, none of us like conversation, yeah. right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's just something that we don't look forward to. Yeah. Um, but God is using that yes. that moment, you know what I mean? It leaves them with questions, even though they might not. Mm -hmm. Same, but it does leave them, you know. And I think it's really important in those situations to not take it personal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it, if you're the one, if you're putting God's story out there, and it's His, you, He's using you. You you have no right to be offended because it's it's Him. You know what I mean? And so what they're mad about, it's not you. It's it's Him. So like I think that it, that was something that I had to come to terms with because I I'm I am my daughter or my my father's daughter, <laughs> and like we're very logical and we're like just. Just do it. You know what I mean? It, just, yeah. it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? And so I wanted her to see it my way. And okay. she in I don't know where she's at now, but I hope that whatever was said between our conversations, at least like you said, at least made her question something, at least made her think about it, you know? So there's this um statistic. Is that the word? Statistic. Statistic. Yeah. <laughs> 60% of any given population um, will not, they will not go, they're, they're lost, basically. So mm -hmm. if you have a thousand people, 600 of those people are lost. Yep. 60% of those people will not go to church, mm -hmm. even if you invite them, even if you invite them, like, politely. Mm -hmm. Right? So, uh, so out of those 600, like, uh, 240 Mm -hmm. uh, uh, will go to church. So what do you do with the 40% the that will go to church? You invite them. But the ones that you, that won't go to church, they need to hear the gospel too. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, but out of those 60%, like 300 and something, 73% are willing to have a conversation yep. about the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they, they might not go to church even if, if you, you know, if you invite them in the nicest way. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is my, my brother, I have two brothers, and they fall into one of those two categories. I had a brother here, my brother who's come to church here mm -hmm. before he's come mm -hmm. every time. Yep. The last Sunday he came, he invited himself. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the message that was preached was one of my favorite messages in the Bible where, where, where Jesus says, no one will come to the Father or except through the Son. I am the, yep. the way, the truth, and the life. That's the gospel right there. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know if my brother will ever give his life. I pray for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when he comes before the Lord, that excuse will be taken away from him. Yep. He cannot claim ignorance because right. he sat under the preaching. Mm -hmm. My other brother who will not come to church, he's hostile when I do invite him to mm -hmm. church. 
he gets like visibly upset and angry and, and he's we've stopped talking for a while because mm-hmm. I've, I've invited him he's open to have conversations with him, yeah. with with me about and so while he won't come here he will he has heard it now here's the crazy thing like i had been i think it was last year so by this point i had already been saved i had already been preaching i had already you know shared the gospel I didn't realize that he didn't know who Jesus Christ was. Mm-hmm. I, he knew Jesus, but he didn't know that Jesus Christ was God. He didn't know. Uh, he knew what Jesus had done, yeah. you know, because he's heard the story. But he didn't know the true gospel. He didn't know that uh, God saw that we couldn't pay the price, so he had to take care of it yeah. himself. And so when I had this, he asked me, he was like, you mean to tell me that Jesus is God? And it dawned on me. I was like, oh, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You you know the story, but you don't know who he is. We take mm-hmm. for granted a lot oh, yeah. of things that we know that yeah. are just common knowledge to yeah. us. Right. Yeah. And he would have never heard it if all I did was just invite him to church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he was open to have that conversation. Right. And even though he's hostile, you know, to, to you know, In- hey, come to church. The invitation, yeah. Yeah. He's, he was willing to have the conversation with me. And so. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And I think that's important. It's the whole thing of having a relationship with somebody. You're going to know how they are. You're going to know how you need to handle the situation, yeah. you know? And you're not going to know that if you're just not making relationships with anybody. <laughs> right, right, right. So funny story. Sorry. Oh, no. I like this one a lot. I'm sorry, but a very, very short script. <laughs> so that's funny. You, you talk about we care, we should care, right? Sharing mm-hmm. the gospel. We should care for the person. So one of the ways that uh, I was told to approach somebody, like if you meet a stranger or something, is to ask them, hey, I can pray for you. Mm-hmm. And so when this was first kind of explained to me, the reason why we do that is because we care for the people that we share. Like, we're not just selling a load of goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember I was so nervous about the message, right, that the person, you know, I was with someone else who had done it before, and I, and I, I said, hey, how you doing? You know, we're out here praying for your neighborhood. How can I pray for you? And so he told me what I could pray for him for. He told me his name. And uh, the other guy looked at me. He was like, oh, pray for him. I was so nervous that I forgot the guy's name. <laughs> I forgot what he told me to pray for him about, right? I was just so ready just to just share the gospel with him, right? That I didn't even care about this guy. Mm-hmm. And God reminded me in that moment, no, you're, yeah. you're supposed to care for yeah. these people. Yeah. 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 It's it's caring for them, right? It's not just caring for their uh just we're not just trying to sell like I said a load of goods. Yeah, we, we need right. to care for the people. Well, and yeah. I think that really differentiates us from other like what people like other religions. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. supposed to be just the way that we're supposed to have a relationship with God. It's not just us following a list of rules and whatever. It's us having a relationship with God. We're supposed to have a relationship with others. You know, and right. the love that God instills in us is the difference mm-hmm. compared to any other religion, Absolutely. anything yeah. else. Yeah. So I know for me at first, it was the risk of losing friendships because I kind of figured, like, I know that you don't believe in God or you don't really understand it. But if I go too deep, you're not going to want to talk to me again. So it was the risk of friendships that was really, like, holding me back. But then I realized that if I truly cared about the friend, Mm -hmm. then telling them about God was showing them how much I truly care. How could I, in good conscience, allow a friend to die in an earthly death and not know about eternal life at the side of God? I think that's really important that you bring that up because I think that especially like for me and Rachel, we've like I was still a little bit older when I came to the church, but it was still in my young, my youth. You know what I mean? And so we already had established friends in the church. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like we were worried about losing friends because these were our friends. Mm -hmm. Right. But. A lot of our viewers, like the kids that go to camp, they convert themselves, like they convert to Jesus 
at camp and then they have to go home. Yeah. They have their moms. They have their dads. They have the their friends at school. And they have these are real fears mm-hmm. because it's even hard. I would even say harder with a mom and a dad, because what if you go back and they just don't accept that at all? Like they just totally cut it off. What are you supposed to do in that situation? Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important because I never even thought about that because like I had friends that were saved. So I didn't need other friends. <laughs> you know what I mean, like It wasn't like it was hindering me. But like all these kids out here, even adults, they they have lives that are established before salvation. Yeah, that it's a real fear. Yeah, I mean, I I can only imagine, you know, if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone yeah. or mm-hmm. married to someone, yes. you know what I mean? Like that's going to be a, you know, a battle of battles yeah. because there are things that you used to do beforehand that you no longer do, and now they're, they're going to blame God or yes. the church or, you know what I mean? So that would be a, you know. A, I think one of the things to be aware of is if you do give your life to Christ, there is going to be a difference. I mean, there's yes. really no way around that. Yeah. There's, right. there's the way that God, God did it. And one of the things he tells us to do is count count the cost. You know, yep. there's going to be friends that that you lose. And if you, like you said, if you truly care about them, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you lead them to Christ? Yes. You know, right. Every opportunity that, you know, redeem the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And there's uh, one of my best friends growing up. Um, he, you know, I've, I've, he's come to church here too, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, I've shared the gospel with him, and we were, we were really close, like yeah. growing up, and it's not that he's hostile towards the gospel; it's just that he's, he's doesn't follow Christ. Yeah, you know what Different. I mean. And that makes that that has, uh, you know, I don't want to say it's put a strain on our relationship, but every time that we talk, I can't help but talk about God. That's, yeah. that's just, that's who it's, you are. It's what yeah, your life that's, is. That's, that's, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 um, you know, he, it appears to me that like he kind of goes through the motions, you know what I mean? Of mm-hmm. it. And, and it, it makes a difference. You know what I mean? So we have to be aware of that. But if we trust, if we love this person, we have to trust that God, first of all, is going to, th- th- those persons are going to be exposed to the gospel. Yes. And we can only hope that those persons will receive the gospel the same way that we received it. Yes. But at the end, that's the decision between them and God, right? Yep. And, and and so I don't think there's an easy answer around that, you know? Mm-hmm. I would hate to tell someone, you know, everything's going to be all right because the reality is you're, you're probably going to yeah. lose some friends. It is. Know? It's, and I think that's the thing. I think we've talked about it before that you either, if you're a Christian and you don't share Jesus with your friends, you either don't love your friends or don't believe Jesus is as awesome as he is. And you don't believe that your sins are covered by him. It's either one or the other. Yeah. Either you don't love them enough or it's not important enough. Right, right, right. That's so I, I have a question too then. So let's say, uh, you know, Kevin and I are friends. and oh, no. Ke- let's just Ke- pretend. Yeah, pretend. Was, hypothetical. Hypothetical. <laughs> and Kevin re- receives the Lord and I'm hostile towards it. Mm-hmm. And now this great friendship that we used to have and mm-hmm. we used to bond over, you know, Marvel superheroes or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's now hindered because mm-hmm. you changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I don't want to talk to you. I'm hostile towards you, right? Mm-hmm. What 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 do you do as a Christian then? So I don't necessarily have as a, for a friend. We had family situation like that. Um, we started coming to church, and a part of our family kind of basically said we don't want to talk to you if you're going to talk about God. Basically, kind of situation. And there was a lot of years where we didn't talk, and not on. It wasn't necessarily grudge holding on our end. It was just more of like a respect thing. We didn't want to anger them anymore but i can say 
today, I mean, that was years. I'm t- it's probably, what, 10 years, seven, 10 years. And I can say confidently today that we have relationships them, with them now. They're not, I wouldn't say, I don't know. Some of them go to church. But I don't know. I'm not God. But I can say that we have more of an open communication with all of them now. And that we have an ability to um, share the gospel now. And I think the the problem is I think we as Christians, we want it fixed now. We want to mm-hmm. be able to share that gospel now. And sometimes that's not God's plan. And while I don't think you should ever give up on somebody, but I do think that you need to pray to God for discernment of how much you should push, how much should I be contacting this person? Because not that you should use this as an excuse. They may hear it from someone else and may take it better from somebody else than you. That's a very good point. Not that you should be like, oh, well, that's someone else's problem. Yeah. But you should really be praying, especially in those type of situations where it's hostile and an issue. You should really be praying on what your step is. Yeah, I think that that's the key to continue praying for those people, mm-hmm. right? Continue praying um, and, and knowing that whether the Lord uses you or someone else, mm-hmm. right? Our, our heart should be for them to come to know God, yes. right? Not that we need to tell them, like, oh, yep, this is the person was saved under me. So yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what you get this week, yeah. man. <laughs> I got 12. <laughs> I, I said five. You said 12. <laughs> <laughs> I need to work on my head. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, that should be our heart for them. My father-in-law, I, I love him very much. And mm-hmm. um, there's hostility there just on another level. Um, and sometimes I need reminded, you know, whether it's, you know, sometimes I, I, I guess I place the burden on myself. Like, Lord, use me today. And that's mm-hmm. that, you know, that shouldn't be my heart. Like, Lord, just let him hear the gospel, whether it's for me, his neighbor, someone that he really likes. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. And so that should be my heart that he should hear it from. I mean, if he hears it from the TV, like, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. hear the gospel. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that should be that should be my heart, you know, for him to, yeah. to come to know Christ. And um, like I said, we continue to pray for those We continue mm-hmm. to pray for them. I don't think we should ever. Just because we don't see them, you know, every day yeah. or, or have that same relationship, that doesn't mean we just kind of like, all right. You know well, just mean? like you were talking about earlier about the whole, I can't remember who was talking about it, but like it was the whole thing of they may come back to you because they, even though they don't want to acknowledge it, they know that you have the answer. Yeah, that's a very we, good point. We had that uh, situation with the people that we were estranged with. They There was a situation that happened, and um, someone was not doing well, and they actually reached out to us and was like, this person needs help. We, we don't know what to do with this situation, and we really need – like, we've tried everything else. We really need this. We know that this will be good for them. And so I think that's important to if you consistently stay. Now, if we would have been belligerent with them and consistently Uh, pounding on their back and they would have never came to us with that situation. And so, again, I think it is that and there's no black and white answer. It's very much so you have to do whatever God is calling you to do. Every situation is going to be totally different. And you really need to be just open to God's word to know what you're going to need to do. Good stuff, guys. So as we go into the world to preach the gospel to every creature, I believe there are some important things to remember. The first thing is we cannot change a person's heart. Only God can do that. Okay. Our task is simply spread the gospel. When you run into opposition, notice I said not F, but when you run into Mm -hmm. opposition, because it's going to happen. Okay. 
It is not our position to try to win an argument with a person. We are simply charged with telling them about God. Mm -hmm. This is not to say don't answer challenging questions because the lost will have questions. Just try to avoid, as the Bible says, casting your pearls to swine. Another thing to remember is to do your very best to be kind, loving, and patient. I know that I touched on this already and everyone at this table has, but preaching the gospel should be done in a way that it brings glory to God, Mm -hmm. but also does not compromise what the Bible says. We are shining a light into a very dark place where a lot of people are comfortable in that darkness. Yep. I do remember one time, and this was, again, this is like one of the very specific, you have certain relationships with people. And so you know the types of things you can, and I had a coworker that she, not the one I previously talked about, but she was not argumentative, but she didn't believe in God. She didn't believe that there was a God. She believed that we came from soup. And so, um, uh, yeah, Campbell's soup. And so she was very like, she would instigate with people like, you know, about like anybody that believed in God. And I remember one time I looked straight at her. I'm like, do you actually want to know the answer or are you just trying to get my goat? And she's like, fair enough. (laughs) Like She was like, "I, I really don't really care about your answer. And so I think that's the thing is that these people, some people don't want to know. They right. just want to catch you on something just to poke holes and whatever. And they don't really care. And I think that's something that you have to just be aware of. You know, and, and like Miguel said, like, it's not just about just saying, hey, let me tell you about God. And then you yeah. say it and then you walk away. You know what I mean? Like, check them. Okay, I got Fred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they may have questions. Yeah. And and not every question is an argument seeking yes, question. You can tell. You, you know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. Miguel said, like he had really no idea that his brother mm-hmm. did not know that Jesus and God were the, were the same. You know. Mm-hmm. So also, once a person accepts, you know what you're telling them, we just don't say, "Okay, I I got you on the hook now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go figure it. Here's a Bible, and you yeah. know what I mean. Weird to like disciple mm-hmm. them, you, you know what I mean? And through time, you know, if, if, if they are a, a of open heart and everything, through time, the goal is, is that they will encounter someone, yep. you know what I mean? And that is just one of the many ways that we're building God's kingdom yep. because there is no gray area yep. between, you know, God and Satan. Like yes. a, a lot of people think like I'm gonna stay right here in this little gray patch of my own. There is th- that that's Satan's. Okay. Yep. Like yep. that's not a gray patch. That's Satan's territory. Yep. So we really, you know, the object is to get as many people. I mean, I'm trying to explain this, you know. The object really is to get as many people is to spread the seed. So exactly. there's, there's the parable that Jesus tells, um, and he tells it in Mark 4. It's, it's uh, a little bit different than he does it in the other ones. But basically what it says is there's a farmer who goes and he finds a field. Mm-hmm. And what he does is he starts spreading seed broadly. Yep. No, he doesn't just put it in one area. He just starts spreading it. Mm-hmm. And so what what happens next is, you know, uh, I believe it says he either goes to sleep or, or, or you know, he uh, is not paying attention. But then there's, there's uh, a, you know, it begins to sprout. And then what he does is he begins to uh, um, he he had no you know idea how it grew. It just you know he planted it 
he there's began to plant, they began to grow, and then he began to harvest it. He began mm-hmm. to gather it together, and that's what we're called to do. We're not called to you know change people's minds. We're just called to spread yep, the seed. Yep. And when we see that there's uh, you know sprout that comes from that seed, we begin to nurture it, take mm-hmm. care of it, right? We begin to disciple it. That's what it is, yep. discipleship. So if discipleship is if if a disciple is a learner, then someone who disciples someone is just someone who walks alongside of them. Mm-hmm. So if if I walk alongside of you when you make a mistake or when you have a question, you know I, I help out with that. Yep. And we see that with the disciples, right? They, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I mean they were they had the best <laughs> discipler. Yeah. The kids can't make mistakes. Yeah, I think that's important to note that we won't stand in judgment for the people that say no. We'll stand in judgment for the people that we never said anything to. Yeah. That is, right that, that, that is true. That is very. That right there. That's a t-shirt. That was a lot. Maybe in the front and the back. <laughs> Maybe the front. Turn a little bit on the sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> so, my charging challenge this week is this: as us, if you can figure it out, practice talking to someone about God. Mm-hmm. This could be anyone, even a fellow believer in Christ. Mm-hmm. The more that we practice doing something, the more confident we become in doing it. The key here, I think, is becoming more confident in what we're saying because some of us may never become comfortable talking to others, mm-hmm. but we can always be confident I heard in what before. we're saying. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. It does. I mean, if you can steal my stuff, I can steal your stuff. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> So today's considerable quote comes from John Calvin, and he said, The gospel is not a doctrine of tongue, but of life. Mm -hmm. It cannot be grasped by reason and memory only, but is fully understood when it possesses the whole soul and penetrates the inner recesses of the heart. Very good. I thought that was very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today's feature content is All We Need is Jesus by Danny Mm -hmm. Gokey. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. And Corn Hawthorne. You guys know the song? I I know who Danny Gokey is. Yeah, I know who Danny Gokey is. And I really like, find it funny that you had a struggle I know, with, with the, the Goki. Goki. <laughs> like, the other one, I was like, I don't know how I'm saying that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. Sounds like an anime character. <laughs> you think the Goku? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, the answer to last week's trivia question was D. D. Prayer stations. What was the um, new addition to yeah, camp? Twenty fifteen. Right. Um, I think Renee was the only one that answered and yeah. also got it right. Good job, Mom. Huh. Good job. Yes. Even though you called her after. Yeah, after you just yeah. make sure. It's <laughs> behind the scenes. You're already new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so today's trivia question is: What is bound up in the heart of every child? Is it mm-hmm. a love, b foolishness? C, faith, or D, kindness. Mm. Tune in next week to find out the answer. You can also comment below. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do that on like a, you know. <laughs> like a YouTube video. Exactly, comment yeah. Below. Mm-hmm. Comment below your answer. Don't forget to hit and like the content. Also, if there's something that you want us to talk about that we always seem to dance around, also let us know in the comments. Yeah. Anything else, guys? I mean, God, God bless. The, with the people, I mean, <laughs> this will be going out tomorrow, correct? Yes. So the theme is out, if we want to say that. Oh, the, the, the camp uh, theme. Yes, the camp, the camp theme is out. Yeah. It's Brick by Brick. Brick by Brick, which I was going to use as the title to my mm-hmm. message. But then I was like, no, like, 
I need something original. No, I need to do my own yeah, thing. Exactly. I can't just steal everything. Stone by stone. Stone by stone. stone. <laughs> yeah, would have been good. Concrete <laughs> by concrete. <laughs> and then next, pebble by pebble. next week's our new series. Right? Yeah, our new series. series. Yep. Yes. 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 Um, are we allowed to say it? It's, it I know what it is. I know what it is. Are we allowed to say it? Like, Go ahead. Because yeah. we're going to tune in. Is well, it just a, a bitter, bitter, by, bitter cup? It's, it's, yeah. What was it again? Is it bitter cup or better cup? It's better cup. It's bitter cup. But no. it's better cup. Yeah. Like the, okay. the scripture is bitter cup. Yeah. But I don't know the official name of it. Yeah. Come back to get more um, information on that. Even I think we cleared things week. up pretty well. I love how we're both like, yeah, I know exactly what that is. Oh, I don't know anything. I don't know the name of it, but I know what we're talking about. Yeah. So basically, I should have said no. Don't yeah, say yeah. it, and yeah. then y'all would have been saved. But it'll I be good. It. It'll be good. It'll be Eastery. Come back. It'll uh, make more sense next week. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe. 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 So thank you all for tuning in. Have a wonderful week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. So the but string. you're always close enough to the like you only got like a foot long rope. No, it so works. We just did you. it. We just did it this weekend. Science with Kesem. Oh, but really? it was what was paper cups. So it, your vib- the string vibrates, mm-hmm. which right. vibrates the paper cup, yeah. like the bottom. And so we were far enough to where like he couldn't. We were what we had to do was say a number, and the other person had to say it back. And if we got it right, we check marked it. We got them all right. Oh. But he couldn't hear me without like he could hear me without it, but like he couldn't understand what I was saying without yeah. the cup. I don't want tin cans, but paper cups work. Listen. Did you ever talk into like an air conditioning? Well, yeah. Like a fan? Into the vent? Yeah, into the vent. Mm-hmm. You yeah. yeah, if you talk into the vent, you can. I imagine you're talking into like a window unit. I'm like. <laughs> 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 Nobody talk back to me. I'm all alone. <laughs> we have a homeless guy sitting right outside the window. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> <laughs>